Uh, hello, uh, good morning. It's uh, Monday and uh, I wrote this book, Life Pivot. Um, thank you so much for the lovely comments and thoughts. Uh, it came out just before the summer and I posted a short video just explaining what it was about. It was amazing. There were over about 1,500 views, especially on LinkedIn from, from people and a lot of resonance. And the, the tagline on, on the book is, how do I answer the question, what should I do with the rest of my life? And so I'm currently finding myself in lots of situations where I'm talking to people who are awesome, but they just feel there's more to them. They feel like they're not necessarily in the sweet spot enough. And this book dives into, well, why is that? Why have you got people who are just incredible, who are not playing out of their sweet spot? They're doing things they're good at, but not the things they're necessarily great at, uh, the things that makes them brilliant. Um, and so just below this video, I've posted a link to the first chapter of the book with the introduction, which sort of sets the store for what, what this is about. And I just thought, um, it's not really in my nature to do loads of videos, but I thought I will just share a few words about each chapter as we go through, just to get the brain juices flowing. Uh, just really interesting. I'm loving the conversations I'm having. So the first thing on the introduction is about the nature of scripts in our lives. And starting off with a quote by a guy who's actually an American monk called Thomas Merton. He says, people may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder of success only to find once they reach the top that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Deep words, I don't know if that resonates with you, if you've ever felt like You've done really well, you're successful, but other people are more impressed by the things you've done than you are. Maybe because they're not the things that have come from your heart. They've, they've come more from skills and expertise and they're great achievements, but there are other things you'd be more proud of. Um, in 2013, there was a Gallup poll, an international poll, and it found that 87% of people, 87%, were not emotionally connected with what they did in their work, which is about 35% of our lives, of our wake time is in work. And not emotionally engaged meant they might be functioning at a high level, but on a heart level, less so. They, it wasn't bringing happiness. It wasn't giving, releasing the endorphins, so to speak. And that's okay, but obviously if it is possible to be emotionally engaged rather than just functioning, that, that, that would be better. So why is it, and this is the curiosity behind the book, why is it we're in that situation? Why is it people can be functioning at a high level but not doing the stuff that makes them them? And the nature of scripts, which are so invisible, um, what, what I go on to sense book is there are things in our lives which from an early age, like railway lines, which we follow, those influences from parents, from teachers, from various leaders, from the culture itself, where we end up doing those things uh, in an almost Darwinian way to survive successfully. We do more and more of the things that make people say, so-and-so, insert name, uh, has done really well. And uh, we can do more and more of those things. And over time, the things that we do well at, according to our culture, which could be financial, the amount you earn, or the promotion, can be different from the things you really loved as a child. And... My suggestion is like a, a, an entrepreneurial startup, I am an entrepreneur, as most of you know, is you start off with 
a set of assumptions, which are either true or false, and the entrepreneur's job is to test those ideas as quickly as possible, as cheaply as possible, to find out the truth uh, about the idea. And then as quickly as possible, you pivot in line with reality once you know what is true, which is why uh, YouTube actually started as a dating website and it became something far more significant, which shows videos of cats. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's because that's, that was the reality of the way people were using it. And so what I'm suggesting is we, we can each do the same. When you look back over your life, you will see areas of massive success and failure. And there are five areas I go into. What are you uniquely gifted at? What is it that makes you, people would say, wow, you're just brilliant at that. And it might not be what you do for a job. Uh, it could be, as I was saying to a friend, just, just where, where I'm, I'm based for work at the moment, his real gift is around, he's just so curious. He's just one of those, but why, why? And that's what, what makes him think. So what is the thing that makes you uniquely, what the, and everyone's best at something, to quote my sister. Well, what, what is it you're uniquely gifted and capable at? Uh, secondly, what are you passionate about? The thing which actually makes you lean forward and become animated and think, you know, your, your eyes are doing that. If you, if you were a, a dog, your tail would be up. Um, Gifted passion, weaknesses and limitations, one of my favorite. We don't look at these things. What are the things that you find um, when you look at the landscape of your life? There are negative themes that have existed, things are just the doors that haven't opened, despite you wanting them to. There are doors that haven't opened, there are doors that have slammed shut. There are situations where you've found real friction in relationships. When you actually examine these, so important because they can on the flip side of those will be strengths and you, you the, the question is is it true and then you can orientate your life around it so it gives passion weaknesses personality type is the fourth one can't change your basic personality so you need to align with the way your personality is put together and finally motivations why why do you get out of bed in the morning what motivates you what is going to be the driving force um, and those five things are like coordinates on a map which can help you pivot in line with who, who you really are and to overcome this 87% statistic. So um, they, they don't tell you exactly what to do. This isn't one of those types of um, disingenuous fake promise things, but they are the edge on a 500 piece jigsaw puzzle. When you get the edge, it's much easier to say no to things like, well, I, I know vaguely what the image is. And that, as, you, as you keep going along, it becomes clearer. It's not the destination on a road, but it is those white things on the edge of the road which keep you out of the ditches. Um, so anyway, the, so this week's share is about the nature of scripts. Do you know which scripts you're singing to and dancing to in your life, which are driving why you do what you do? And if you can become aware of them, then you can actually agree or disagree and think, you know, I don't think that is me, actually. Um, I'm good at that, but there's, there's more to me. So first of all, become aware with what those, those scripts are. Life Pivot, you can get the book on Amazon, lifepivot.co.uk, um, or just drop me a line, I'll email you a copy for free. Uh, that's my motivation is, is uh, to explore these interesting ideas because if people can become the best version of them, the ripple effects on the people they love, the world around them will be incredible. Um, that's, that's why I'm excited. So anyway, but get the book, um, read chapter one for free just below the video. 
and have a wonderful week, whatever you're doing. Okay, cheers, guys.